Hello and good day to you, my beautiful friends. I do hope you are well. Welcome to episode 17 of Cross Button VR, a beginner's journey into PSVR 2. A show for those who want to share in our newcomers' enthusiasm for the world of VR. I'm your host, Laurie. But for any newcomers to this podcast, I just want to remind everyone that we are part of the Cross Players. So if you find yourself enjoying what you hear, do check out thecrossplayers.com for links to all of our content and our Discord. Now, it is an honour to be joined once again by two of the jolliest influencers in the metaverse. It's Ben and Alex. Ho, ho, ho. Yes, <laughs> I was hoping one of you was going to do something jolly. <laughs> and it's the is... fat one. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> well, I, I... Oh, I didn't oh, say that. I'm not saying that. myself this week. Yeah. yeah. Great. Hello. Hi. Hi. How are you both? Are you staying cool? Um, no. no, not really. No, no but no, it's no. the rain for ten days after the day, so it's fine. I'm looking forward to it. Oh, normal Is it actually going to rain? Surely only up in Scotland. It's not going to rain for ten days Probably. in the south. Probably. Never, never rains down here. Speaking of uh, the heat, though, mm. it really doesn't go well with uh, VR, does it? No, you've no, discovered it's... this recently, haven't you? Oh my god, it, it, they are not good bedfellows whatsoever. In on a hot day like this, when you're already sort of clammy, mm. putting that thing on your face. <laughs> not pleasant not pleasant at all i had actually the first time first time experiencing it of being unpleasant in the headset that i had to stop playing this week and i wonder if that's because it was just hot and it was just that that heat and it, it just made me feel like oh, get this all off me get it all off my head didn't want it yeah there. so that's probably yeah, why just, it was i had to uh i forced myself to finish the last clockwinder. that might be jumping ahead in the order but the, yes, i had to spoilers. finish it with a uh, a t-shirt wrapped around my head to stop the sweat going into the headset. So, wow. was, yeah, not a pleasant sight. Uh, <laughs> I love it. A normal person, just go outside, read a book, you know. <laughs> go outside, <laughs> enjoy the weather. No, I will play this. I'm going to finish this bloody game. Uh, yeah, so that's ridiculous. It kills me. But it, but it happened. So there we go. Too hot. Too hot to handle. It is too hot. Well, I'm sure it'll cool down one day. Although we need to get used to it because this is what summers in this country are like now, apparently. Yay, global warming. Mm-hmm. So, so much for people. Well, I suppose if you have aircon, then you can play all the VR you like. So all your fancy people with aircon out there. Andrew? Maybe that's what got? I should get. Maybe I should get aircon. Yeah. This time next week, Alex will have aircon. You know, he's, that idea. <laughs> the he's, he's thought <laughs> now. <laughs> that's something else I could buy. I hadn't thought of that. <laughs> There's a gadget I could place in my house that will do something. I mean, that at least will have some use. Well, yeah, that's true. I might actually use that. You'll be the only person in Scotland with air conditioning. Yeah, for that, for those like three days per year, but it's a little bit warm. Good, good. Well, the agenda this week, guys, we just had an absolute rush of games, and I'm going to try my absolute best to try and run through them all. And I feel like we're going to have to uh, come back to some of these well, we will we'll come back to lots of them over the coming weeks. Uh, we can't do... There's so many of them. Uh, it's just going to be fun just going through them all, just covering them all off. But yeah, anyone who says that PSVR 2 is dead or dead on arrival or it's just not being supported, they need to think again because there are a hell of a lot of games coming and most of these are all this year as well. Um, so they're not all going to be good. <laughs> you know, I'm sure there's going to be some, some crack games there, but there's, there's lots of them, so there's... High, high chance there's going to be some lots of good stuff coming so we're going to talk about all of that and uh, i think ben you've now finished uh, the last clock winder uh, i've got a bit further i'm quite close to the end so we'll, we'll talk about that and what we've been playing and then alex you're going to talk about pixel ripped 1978 which you've been playing and reviewing for us that sound good yeah sounds it like does a plan. Lottie. good does. you weren't expecting anything else were you both uh we no, never know no. what to expect no. Mm, no. keep you on your toes yeah <laughs> Okay, well, where to start with all of these new games then? I think if we cast ourselves back to a week ago, the Future Game Show, which felt like ages ago now, didn't it? In the middle of all those yeah. E3-style conferences. I don't even know when it was. Somewhere in, the middle. Somewhere in the middle. I don't know how it must feel for people who actually go to all of those things, but just oh, watching yeah. it at home, it's like, how, how, do we, how are we supposed to keep up with all of this? Yeah, just before we get onto the news, actually, just yeah, how, why are we doing this still? Like, why is this happening all at the same time? Because there was so much stuff that must just be getting lost with all in all the noise that uh, with all these other games that are 
being covered and released and stuff. It is great, though. Like, I enjoy this whole time. It does feel like E3 still, which is good. Like, as much stick as uh, Jeff Keighley gets, I think, he's obviously just... Although I don't think he has anything to do with most of the stuff that goes on. He somehow kind of wrangled this all under his banner a little bit. And now everyone just calls it, you know, Summer Game Fest. But you guys, like in our WhatsApp, have been... During the day, there's been other stuff that I just have not had any chance to watch. I've, I've seen... The, obviously, I watched the Sony one. That was a few weeks ago. I watched uh, the Xbox one, which is very good. Um, I didn't watch the Summer Games Fest, but I just watched the, the trailers that... Come, I can never sit through all of these things. There's far too paid out. I would just... There'll always be an article of like everything that was announced at this showcase, and you can just skim through and just watch the trailers that I either don't yeah, know what yeah. they are or stuff that I don't want to see. And I can ignore like, stuff just, that I know I'm not interested in. Just for VR stuff, just listen to a podcast. Yeah, like, such yeah. as this one. So anyway, yeah, okay, let's get back on track. <laughs> <There's a hint laughs> <there>. Thank you. <laughs> um, so start off with the future games show. Uh, and this is not forgetting, obviously, that Sony covered quite a few in their showcase as well, but with yeah, I'm just covering stuff. This is I'm not doing a whole roundup of the whole conference season. This is literally just since we did our last episode. So the future game show, uh, they had another. Well, I think they just showed the same trailer again for Firewall Ultra. Is that what it's called? Yeah, Firewall Ultra. I will never yeah. commit this name of this game to memory. Uh, I think they had their community manager was just talking through some more features for it. Just confirming, it's still later this year. It's still looking nice. Again, everyone's still baffled why Sony didn't show this game themselves. But there you go, Firewall Ultra. It's still coming. That's probably the the only sort of first party. It's, it's not even first party, is it? It's just published by Sony. Yeah, is it is it published by Sony or is it? I just, think so. Uh, PlayStation exclusive. Don't know. Uh, well, are they published. Uh, that's that's cool. I don't know. I'm, I'm assuming Alex is looking it up right now. He looks like he's looking <laughs> up something. Um, yes. There Research was also a trailer for VR Skater. Which Sony as well have been pushing on, they did a tweet today, just like, here's all the games coming in June and July, uh, and they feature this on it. So they seem to be giving this quite a big platform. Uh, mm. Having watched the trailer, it's like, ah, just definitely going to make me sick. That just looks incredibly motion sick and juicy just watching the trailer. Um, yeah, I don't really understand. It doesn't look appealing to me. Like most of the other VR games, I get how you would control them, but that, that just looks odd. Yeah, I can't imagine I, that being a pleasant sensation. Because yeah. you're not going to be jumping with your feet, are you, and doing the kicks and stuff? You're going to no. be, your feet will be planted on the ground. So, and then you're—I think you're like kicking with your hand as well. Is that right? So, as if you, your hands are your feet, or maybe I'm misunderstanding the controls. But yeah, it just looks—I don't know. It looks odd. I think we, this one that we maybe have to play because it—it doesn't show well, like we've said about so many other games. It, it just it looks it's that whole way even when you see the trailers and you just see like the hovering ha- controllers and stuff I'm just like I, I, I just can't envisage how it actually feels to play most games I think you can and I think you can get a much better feel for them by watching trailers and I think that one it just it gives me nothing not mm, nothing in the, not nothing in terms of from the game it's just nothing in terms of how I think it would play mm. cool music though I've got a very, yeah. very good skater, uh, Tony Hawk's yeah. style soundtrack vibe to it. I, I also didn't yep. realise that, that we actually got a press release of that through today because we thought it was coming next week, but it's not coming till July because there's two different versions of the game. There's, I think it's VR Skater, I'm going to say XL, but it's not XL, but it's like SL, I think it is, which is a Pico version, which is not the lifelike, so it's a slightly different version of the game, and then you've got this kind of lifelike skater VR, VR skater that's coming to PSVR 2 which is now coming in July um, so I think people, some people seem to be expecting it next week but it's not actually coming out until next month I would quite like to get a code of you playing Alex and then Ben to just uh, edit it so it's got Skater Boy playing the whole time and you singing, uh, singing along to Skater Boy the whole time whilst you're playing Alex because we, we know you like singing we know you like singing yep. um, you don't have to do it now it's okay. the views I can picture the thumbnail already. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Alex will be there at his local skate park with his headset on, on a skateboard. <laughs> kids just throwing stuff at him. It's fine, all the kids next door Ooh, are all out. Man. In the, the kids next door are out on skateboards all the time, so I'm just going to down the hill with a headset on. <laughs> fine. Brilliant. Long cable. 
moving on. Um, C Smash that featured on the Future Game Show as well, <laughs> coming June twenty third. Oh, that's very soon, isn't it? It's a week away as we're recording One week next, today. next next Friday. Yeah, wow. Uh, and then there was a very quick teaser for Madison VR, and I'll park that because we saw a proper trailer for that a few days later. Um, but even just a teaser trailer, God, that looks horrible. <laughs> Did you see yeah, it? Yeah, Someone over yes. there, fingers snapped and just like, oh, God, why would you play these games? I don't understand. Mm. No. Um, sorry, no, no, exactly. So that was a future game show. Then I think it was just a random tweet by the developers for Until You Fall, which is a very acclaimed PSVR uh, arcade-style roguelike hack and slash, more words, Um and they just said more info coming soon, but that's a very colourful, yeah, one of these kind of melee style combat uh, roguelike type things. So, which there seems to be a few of them uh, on the list of things that I'm going to be covering today. Um, so, yeah, I saw the trailer for that. Just, I just thought that's very colourful. That's going to look very nice on the PSVR two headset. There's OLED Sing. Yes. Yep. Okay. And then there was Survive. I presume you just pronounce it Survive. It's irritatingly the no, I no, 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 no. You don't pronounce it Survive. Serve one v three. Yeah, that's that. Is that actually what's called Serve one v three? Serve one v three. That's it. No, so I'm sure it's Survive. You can't okay, quite right. Right. Just the, the irritating <laughs> habit. Of, I said this to you on our WhatsApp. Like, why? If it was the money's uh was why? I don't know the word then. What is that word again? That's the asynchronous. So, Asynchronous uh, no, no, you were right the first time. I got what? Just you got it right. It's okay. Yeah. So yeah. it was one of you against three other people trying to to get you. That would make sense, wouldn't it? Called it <laughs> survive with a one v three instead of an I and an E. But no, it doesn't seem to be that. It's just I don't know. Maybe we'll get the developers on to interview them, and I'll just ask them that question. <laughs> Why uh, have you called that <laughs> stupid name? And then we can bid them off. But that <laughs> is a zombie. That's a zombie survival FPS. Um, yeah, single player co-op coming to PSVR 2 June the 16th. Today, in fact, that's come out as we record this. Oh. So, yeah, anyone listening to this episode, that's the game's been out. It's old news. So, yeah, look at that. Game announced, released, and slagged off for its title before the time. <laughs> by the time you've heard this podcast, amazing. The circle of life. Yep. yep. Okay. Um, next up, then, it's Phasmophobia. Fucking hell, why no. is this name so hard to say? Ah. Phasmophobia. There you go. Um, that's coming in August, and this is apparently a very big uh, online streaming-friendly game. It's got quite a um, got a cult following. Yeah, quite a cult following um, yep. online, and it's coming to consoles as well and PSVR two. So it's a four-player okay. online co-op psychological horror game where you and your friends are paranormal investigators that enter haunted locations. So it's kind of like that Derek Okora ghost hunting type thing, where you're looking around dark mansions and. Um, looking for uh, ghosts and stuff, and you find like the TV's been left on, or someone's left some cassette recorders lying around in that way that annoys me in games. Um, and you're just looking for evidence <laughs> and using your, using your gadgets to record the evidence, uh, and then Ooh. you get sprung upon by ghosts and stuff. So this does seem like it'll be good fun because it seems because it's co-op. You just on the trailer, you've got people there all talking over the headsets, like, "Oh, I'm in this room. Oh, some witches going on here, guys! Quick, quick, help me!" So that does sound like it'd be quite fun because I think you would just be like laughing the whole time at each other. Yeah, I really like the idea of that. I, I think us playing it together would be hilarious. Oh yeah, and, and I just thought, stream it as well would be fantastic. Yeah, and the uh, the trailer was quite good because it didn't. No, it wasn't actually. It didn't show any ghosts, as far as I recall. Like it was all just suspense. It was all just creeping around, and that, I thought that was quite clever the way it did that. So they obviously know what they're doing. Yeah. I, Alex, you were shaking your head the whole time Laurie was describing it, but I think the three of us playing it would be superb. Oh, no, I, 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 think... told, I told... Uh, no, I'm too much... No, I, 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 I am as well, but... Yeah, I, I think, think famously, could... none of us like these horror games. No, but, no, but I'm not... It doesn't seem together. like it is just... Like, we can... I don't know. We'll it would be hands funny. Virtually. Exactly. Yeah, we'll be, be there together. It's almost like being in like an escape room type thing. Because if you're in that sort of situation mm-hmm. with your mates, you just you just well, don't you really get it. you don't take it seriously that much. You can just get out. Just, like, just take, take the headset off. off. It's too scary. It's fine. <laughs> it's not like the Matrix where like yeah, just eat your brain if you rip it out. Mm-hmm. Although apparently the new Apple headset does do that. Total. I did. I did have a feeling. You only had to sell your soul to get it. So yeah, if you, yeah. If you take it off without um, getting their permission, it is the end. Mm-hmm. 
That is, it, it was. wasn't a charger or whatever it was <laughs> attached to that cable. It was actually the plug, the plug, the plug connecting the you to the end of the, the word. The plug, the plug. That's that's the next game that we're going to talk about. The plug, the plug. No, some of these uh, later on games do sound like they're made up titles, but so far these are all genuine titles. Oh, I didn't do that. I've, I've, I can't think on my feet enough to just insert one in that's now going to be total bullshit, but should have done that. <laughs> and then I could have played, right, guess which game was total bullshit. Um, next up, this is not a game that's been announced, but I just want to talk about um, Assassin's Creed Nexus was shown at the Ubisoft presentation. And there is still no word on a PSVR 2 version so i think alex is right which pains me more than anyone can believe uh to say just because i'm right yes just because you're right um but also i really want to play that and uh, it really annoys me if they don't and ubisoft don't really make exclusive games beyond mario plus rabbits for obvious reasons and assassin's creed especially has just been a game that's been on on everything and like if it's been anywhere exclusive it's been on sony sony hardware so to them to make an ac game that's not on sony hardware just seems really strange to me and yeah i'm a bit guided really because i've played virtually every assassin's creed game and not going to play this one so there you go fuckers well i'm sad for you laurie i'm sad yeah for you. um i mean maybe it's just like an exclusive period of like a year and then it will come across uh, and they just can't can't say anything about it until such time so maybe it'll come across eventually but by then i'll have moved on i, I won't care anymore not interested it's probably not going to be that good either because Assassin's Creed games are a bit average, but a guilty pleasure yeah, of mine. It would have been nice though. It would have been nice. Um, okay, next up, I can't. I'm sorry. We'll talk about all these in great length, but we need to move feral clip here. Uh, hubris, hubris, or hubris? Who knows? Who? Rest <laughs> knows. Who knows? Hubris. 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 It's going to be out Hubri. Hubri, also out yeah. by the time of this episode, I believe. What, what's the release date for that? Yep. Yep. 22nd. Well, this episode comes out on the 20th of June, so if it is on or before then, happy hubris day to everyone. I think it might just be after. Let me check. Project. It's good how we put the time in researching this. We do, we do. We've just forgotten. We do, but there's a lot to remember, guys, all right? There's a lot to remember. But yeah, that's the exceptionally pretty game that... um, yeah, some sort of space thing. It looks a bit like red matter in the kind of you're in a kind of space it, alien exactly planet type thing. Say. Yeah, it looks. Does it? Is it doing the same thing as red matter? Kind of. Probably get a lot of, of spacey of, stuff. A lot of military stuff. A lot of space stuff. Yeah, and VR is kind of these sorts of things. You're in the kind of interactive story with interactive cogs and levers to pull and things to shoot at. It seems to be a a, a try interested VR template. Yeah, looks good though. It looks really, really slick. So yeah, things yeah, crossed. I mean, it looks well. Looks really good. It looks like an absolute tech demo. Um, if nothing else. And we also Indeed. then got on the PS blog just yesterday, um, so first of the fifteenth, a bunch of new game reveals, and these were some of these were I think brand new, completely new reveals that hadn't been talked about anywhere else. So just Sony again, just in their kind of casual way of just putting stuff on their blog. It's just like, surprise, here's some new games, and not making more of a fanfare out of it, which I always find strange, but who knows, must be working for them. Um, so the first of which was Tiger Blade, which was a sort of neo-Korean kind of, uh, I don't know how you describe it, how they described it, but it's a kind of, looked a bit like Pistol Whip, but in a kind of John Wick style setting. Mm. Yeah, inspired by like, like action, Korean yeah. action movies and... It's got like K K hop soundtrack. So let's. I, I this is I made a short list stylish. of five games that jumped out at me from all of these, and oh, this was yeah. the first one. So you you're making most list. anticipated games list now? Are you? You've learned how to do that. So, someone's got to be organised. Yeah, um, yeah. No, I, I thought this looked really good. This looks right up my alley, and definitely. Uh, I don't know. I, I definitely tend to veer towards the more stylized look. <laughs> And things like this, as opposed to the more realistic stuff, like hubris or red matter or whatever, uh, this looks—it just looks cool to me. On the PS blog itself, it says Tiger Blade brings all of the stylish, adrenaline-soaked combat of the very best of Korean neo-noir action cinema to PSVR 2. Now that sounds pretty good. Yes. Slash and blast your way through ranks of hoodlums 
hoodlums. Oh, man. <laughs> Back here, you hoodlum. I want to blast my way through hoodlums. In high stake chase through the atmospheric and meticulously recreated marketplaces, bloody blah, 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 blah. An alternate, alternative career. Yeah, it sounds great. Yeah. Sword in one hand, gun in the other. Pow. Bosh. Bosh. <laughs> hoodlums down. So, yeah, that's Tiger Bay. That looks fun to watch. Um, and then next up, which is be my kind of most impressive thing that I've seen uh, from this last week, uh, it's called Wanderer, The Fragments of Fate. This looks excellent. This looks very good. And aside off in the trailer, uh, you're in a kind of Last of Us style. It looks really like The Last yeah. of Us. I think it's, yeah. it's going to be like some Last of Us spin-off here. Um, it could be. Um but it's not. It's kind of like a sort of Cloud Atlas style thing where you're traveling through time in different settings. At one point, you were on stage uh, playing drums in some big kind of festival type crowd. Then you were in space looking at yourself in a mirror. Then you were in this Last of Us style uh, environment. So, yeah, it just looks totally really interesting, epic time travel adventure, they describe it as. Um, and it's a remake of a PSVR one game, but apparently it's completely remade. It's like not a not a small small port. It's a it's a kind of whole reimagining of it. Apparently, so that's yeah. good. Yeah, good good to see more titles moving over. There was a good few of them, wasn't there? But this yeah, this one caught my eye as well. Um, didn't make it to that uh, list of mine, but I thought it would be on yours because it looks like a proper lorry game. Mm. But yeah. It does. Mm. Uh, there was also Pixel Rip 1995. Now, this is confusing. These Pixel Rip games. I'm not going to lie to you guys. I'm struggling to keep up with them because there's 1978, which has just come out. But before that, we had 1995, which is going to be coming out after 1978, if that's clear. And there's another 1989 one. as well, yeah. 1989 as well. So they're going to release 78, then 95, then 89. But I have in- no idea. But on the other headsets, did they release like 95, 89? Yeah, those have been out, yeah. But what order, what order should have been played? In I think that, 89 right? was first. I think 89, 95, oh, back 78. I think, but I could be wrong, but I think that was the order. I love the way Laurie's just been saying how excited he is for this time-travelling game and he can't wrap his head around three <laughs> different years. <laughs> Releasing them in just crazy, crazy orders. So don't, right. don't like put numbers in your two. titles. So put numbers no, in your titles and use, use proper letters. <laughs> and if you're going to release t- games with names with years in the title, release them in chronological order. I'm just saying, sounding really Simple old rules. now, aren't I? <laughs> it's, yeah. it's like, side note here, it's like the, um, we're trying to watch Star Wars on Disney Plus now, we're talking about a new series. I can't, I cannot get my head around when it's supposed to be set. And then like, oh, this one slots in between episodes five and six. So I was like, oh, fuck, what's going on then? What, who's, you know, where are we at I don't at that think point? the people know yeah, anymore just... either. I don't think it matters. I think even the people that are making them have got no idea where it fits in. It's all bollocks, isn't it? Let's be honest. Mm-hmm. Oh, I don't upset the Star Wars people. I like Star Wars. I just say I struggle with all of the, the timelines now because there's so hey, many like jumps around all the times. I'm not saying I don't like Star Wars. Don't come at me in the comments. I'm just saying. Oh, yeah. Name bollocks. three Star Wars films, Ben. You One, can't. two, and three. Anyway. <laughs> <laughs> um, not in that then... order. And then finally, on the PS blog, there was the seventh guest, which we had seen at the Meta showcase. Uh, and I think they'd also, on some trailer, they'd added a, a PSVR 2 logo at the end of it. So I think we knew this was already coming, but I feel like they probably shouldn't have... That, that, it seemed like that was a mistake. To, they confirmed that early, because it seemed like this is where... You know, Sony were pitching this as these were four game reveals. So I think they probably should have... It seems like that was a mistake when they put that trailer out that had the PSVR 2 logo on it because it was not on there at the Quest showcase. And then no. in theory, it's been an exclusive until this point when Sony revealed it's also coming there. So, um, But obviously the surprise had been spoiled somewhat. But oh, yeah, still looks good there. It's kind of a murder mystery, supernatural type thing, but in a... in a. I mean, I don't know, did you ever play this, the seventh guest, the original ones that mean no. anything to you? Not that old. Might. Well, 90s. Yeah, playing games in the 90s, were you? I don't know. Not not these type of game, probably. No, just that... Sonic. Alex, are you a Sonic but or I'm looking forward to this, though. Are you um, Sonic both. or Mario? Probably far more Mario, probably, but I did play both. Ben? Uh, I played both, but definitely more Mario. So. You? 
Mario, obviously. Sonic game. Sonic games are shy. Um, Whoa! Star Wars, Wars, Star Wars, Sonic. Sonic. Everyone's getting it. We need another S. What's annoying to the S? Okay. Right. So next up, then, we had was the Upload VR show. And this, if anyone is into VR and big loves gaming VR, this was the main showcase of the whole showcase season. This one had had them all. This has so many games on it. And so many games coming for PSVR 2. And it's interesting that it seems like Sony are doing a token bit of including PSVR 2 stuff and their stuff and in the blog or whatever. But they're very much leaving it to developers and these are other forums that you know, in fairness to them, the VR community is probably such that there are these alternative forums that it works perfectly well to just let all these third-party developers show their stuff in. And it's kind of like, oh, I think like we said before, that Sony just kind of created this platform and then or could put this harbor out and then just take a step back and say, all right, here you go, make games for it. Knock yourselves out. Uh, mm. Crack on. Because we're not really going to support it that much. But if you want to support it, or we hope you do, crack on. It seems like they're just creating it and then... Yeah, putting the infrastructure in place and then let someone else come along and create all the classics for it. Um, which is interesting. And we'll see how that pans out. Uh, and who knows, we might get Astro. But in the meantime, we've got a bunch of games on Upload VR. Um, I don't... Yeah, there's, there's so many of these. So there's Toss. Toss! With an exclamation mark. So you have to say, like, Toss! Um, which is like a kind of... You are cast as a monkey. Your wife is downstairs going... <laughs> What's he doing out there? Shouting Toss! Um, yeah, you were cast as a monkey. It looks very like Astro Bot That's kind of cool. aesthetic. With a Call of the Mountain style gameplay of climbing up stuff and just, yeah, climbing and up things. And a smidgen of Fall Guys, I thought, in the presentation. Yeah, yeah very much. A little bit yeah. as well. Yeah. Yeah, very this, much. This is another one that was on my list. I thought this could be, yep, could be quite good, good fun. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, it looks very silly. Well, that's coming in September. Um, we then got the first of many, many horror games. You're pleased to know, Alex. The Events at Unity Farm. Don't know much about that one. There's a very kind of teaser type trailer that just looks like this is going to be some scary shit going down at Unity Farm. So, <laughs> yep. Um, there was a Tin Hearts port convert. Yes. Um, yes. Yes. Is yes. That, yes. That, that, that one's highly on my list. That okay, is highly yes. on my list, that one. Just thought you was agreeing with me there. It's like, yeah. It was confirmed, but no, that's, that, Correct, that one there was that. piqued my interest. Yeah, I've yeah, played because that's come out flats, hasn't it? On I haven't normal. played the flat version. Um, I think it originally was a VR game back in the day. I think it, it originated <laughs> as a VR game, and then they yep. ported it over to like the consoles. But they built the new version of the VR game from the ground up again to the start of the game. I think so. It's coming later in the summer, but I've, I've been waiting for the VR version. I did think about playing the flat version, but thought no, I might as well wait. Because um, I played mm-hmm. it at EGX last year and really enjoyed what I played there. So I have been looking forward to actually playing this. Would it be right? Did you play it in VR last year? No, no, they EGX? didn't have it oh, in right, VR. Just it flat. was just in the okay. flat version. Yeah, it looks cool. Kind of like almost like humanity lemmings, yeah. that kind of thing. Uh-huh. Yeah, hey, that kind uh, of stuff. But with a bit, bit of moss different. thrown in, mm, it felt that's... like that sort of childlike magic. So, yeah, cool. Okay, uh, and then there was Happy Funland, which looks like a kind of, well, described as a comic horror theme park type game. Um, so it looks a bit like the Switchback style thing, but it's quite comic and you're going around that theme, theme park style, haunted theme park environment. Looks like it could be a bit more fun than the usual horror type stuff. Now, I almost felt about Five, Night at Fred- is it Five Nights at Freddy's, you know, that, that one, the last one that they had with the, that you kept seeing like hundreds of trailers for it gave me that kind of hype for the wee mm. bit of that that I caught yeah more horror yeah more horror um, there was a game called Barbaria when oh, no, I uh, yeah Barbaria which is coming this summer which is another melee type combat type thing yeah but it had the whole like base building and stuff about it as well that was the one that was like you could go almost go into god mode and build with your base and then go and fight I thought it was quite cool because I think a lot of people are like that. Not probably me. That's too technical for me, but it looks cool. I think that's quite a big, got quite a big following and community um, already. So it'd be good to see that one coming over. Yeah, there was a full trailer for Madison VR, uh, which coming out in Halloween. Ha, you see what they've done there? Because it's a scary game, so they're releasing it Halloween. Which is is that confirmed for Halloween? 
I think so, Halloween window. I don't know. It's exactly okay, on well. Halloween day itself. Very um, cool. It's just, yeah. It does yeah, look like it's had a bit of a glow up since the last time we saw it as well, which looks good. So, yeah. Again, hard to imagine us playing. We really do need a, a freelance horror correspondent <laughs> to yeah. come and cover these games for us because we're all. Uh, well, and there's also there's so many of them. So it's a big part of the library that we are not. Uh, yeah, we're not involved in there. So yeah, yeah. If anyone loves a horror game, I mean, I'm not even playing blooming Resident Evil. I feel like I should at least play that, but mm. it's too much other stuff. You should try it. It's you too should, much other stuff. I actually want to play that. It's not going to make me feel like. I'm yeah, that is just. I, a miserable I really person. do think you should play play four though. Please play Resident Evil four when it comes out. You can borrow my copy. I'll send it to you. Just try that. I don't know. Right. If they can make Resident Evil 4 into VR, why can't they make The Last of Us? Alex's theory that he had, they're going to make The Last of Us Part 1 remake into a VR. I mean, I still wouldn't be surprised if they have done something in the background to make it VR compatible. But mm. who knows? That would be good. Anyway, back to the upload VR show. Um, the next game, <laughs> Gazelus, which is just like, the funniest word. Gazelus, it's called. Gazelus. Gazelus. Yeah. Like, oh, have you seen that new game? Yeah, Gasless. What? Gasless. I thought Gasless. that looked quite funny. It, it's an odd-looking game as well. Like it's almost got that Borderlands cell shading mm-hmm. kind of style. It looks like it might be set in like a cartoony mm. Wild West almost, and you're on the back of a vehicle going away from stuff and then just shooting. It says an on-rails shooter, basically. But um, it looks like it could be fun. I just found the presentation a little bit. Often. Yeah, so this was originally going to be a co-op arcade shooter, and now they're reworking it as a single player, which doesn't bode well. It doesn't seem, yeah, it seems like it's going through a bit of a, a troubled development, or they've just seemed mm. to have pivoted midway through. Um, yeah, it rarely turns out well for games. So best of luck to them. Um, but it's, yeah, it's a on-rails roguelike arcade shooter. Which again, a roguelike arcade shooter. I'm not sure I want to play that. Hmm. Uh, next up we've got a game called Paint the Town Red which from the brief trailer I saw made me just think so it's basically Sifu but Minecraft and that comes early next year yeah again uh, presentation of it put put me off a little bit mm. just that you know I think with VR especially you have to want to be in that world yeah. and in that environment and that just doesn't look appealing to me yeah something's going to be ugly or garish or just unpleasant to, yeah. to yeah. look at Exactly. Hmm. Uh, there was another trailer for Pigs for Ripped, 1978, uh, which we'll talk about in a minute. Uh, there was a game called B99 Overclocked, which is a very cool Yeah, looking, this is a Ben game. That's very yes. cool game looking, all over First-person roguelike. Mm-hmm. Actually, yeah, that is Ben, isn't it? First-person shooter to roguelike. But just the look of it is basically Tron, right? It's, you're in a Tron-style aesthetic. Shit name, but it looks good. Tell us, Ben, why you're excited for it. Uh, well, for the reasons you just said, really. That's that's exactly... It's, again... You're excited for the... Because it's got a shit name. Okay. Because it's got a shit name. Bit weird. I uh, support games with shit names. No, um, because it, the, just the, the look of it, it just looks... I love that kind of neon... It was the same with, um, was it Tiger Blade? Just the, the look of it just appeals to me so much. And, I could, and the soundtrack seemed cool. So I think it just looks like one of those... You know, up there with the likes of Pistol Whip and stuff like that. That yeah, just looks like a cool feeling yeah. game. Yeah, uh, well, like as well, a little bit too. Yes, well, that comes out mm-hmm. in June, so you're going to be playing that in the next couple of weeks, Ben. Lovely stuff. Just, you're definitely going to have time to play this, right? Nothing yeah. else. Nothing else playing in the next couple of weeks. <laughs> yeah, forty-five minutes. To the uh, the Dan Ward tactic. <laughs> Um, next up Discronia episode 3 Alex one for you this it comes out on July the 13th uh, episode 3 in the Discronia I don't know I need know, to finish it two two um, well there you go well, if you do you're, but, you know, I, I, I will try and finish the story it. because it's a nice little story we've spoken about one in depth in the past um, but yeah. Mm. Yeah, yeah, they're bringing out they're bringing out episode 3 after episode 2 yeah they're doing it in order Ben I mean yeah, it's, it's just so people I know what you like about that game, but at least they know what order to release it in. (laughs) They know chronology. Yes. Well, it's all about it, I'd hope so. (laughs) True. (laughs) Uh, Next one, and if this isn't on your list, Ben, I'm going to be very upset. It's Sushi Ben. Sushi Ben. (sighs) 
that now not on my list. We've had a load of games with shit names, but Sushi Ben, that is probably the best the best named game of the night. It's a great Sushi game. Ben. And it's by I, the person I'll who the writer or director or someone that made Hatofu Boyfriend, which was that game where you had to fall in love with a pigeon or something. That is that game I'm thinking of, right? I've, I've actually got no idea what you're talking about. The Pigeon about. Romance you... Sim game. Okay, come on. <laughs> oh, yeah, of course. Now uh, he's that was that, stupid. definitely. Yeah, I think. Mm. Yeah, sure. Uh, but no, I'll play that. I love sushi. I love myself. So, perfect. Ah, I thought that game looked like shit. Oh, oh really? Sushi totally. Yeah, yeah, yeah. This, this is one I remember. I remember, because I remember when Sushi Ben got announced and we joked about it. Oh, it's like there's a game for Ben and you're like, and then I was watching the trailer for this and thought this looked awful and we got to the end and it came up with a logo and it's like Sushi Ben and I'm like, oh, <laughs> that's such a shame that that's so bad. Like that did stick in my head. And I'm I think I'm probably doing a disservice here there, but it definitely didn't look like something for me. I think it's very much a cult classic. In fact, you don't even know. Hats with your boyfriend is quite a cult. It's a, it's a pigeon dating sim. It's like a those visual novel type games, but it's very uh, cult, I guess, because it's just so... To, to bash it crazy and Japanese and it's for those like, people that want to marry like animals, yeah, yeah, I guess. Yeah. Um, that's that's how it's, it's the that same one of his four creator. Yeah, it's, that's just, that, it's, a, it? it's a game, I didn't make it. I'm, I'm just it's where they just shoot toss, toss the vision. Um, oh god, um, Sushi Ben looks all right. I'm, I'm, I'm watching the, the trailer again now. I quite like the look of it, good. I think it looks fun. I'll play that in one. the last game you played, someone called Ben made you cry, so maybe this one will too. Maybe. Ooh, maybe. Different reasons. <laughs> Sounds very much like a threat there, Alex. <laughs> you do that, you kind of go mildly, you're sort of mildly threatening Scottish accent sometimes. Say, I'm never threatening. Can you just do it again there? See, you just say these <laughs> mild. Yeah, that was threatening. <laughs> innocuous things um, Crossfire Sierra Squad that got another trailer um, I'm sure we need another trailer but yeah that's. I think the trailer there was it's got some realistic instant death mode or something it was the, the thing it was like an ultra hard mode again god what are these VR games it's ultra realistic it's like yeah you're going to be shot and you're instantly dead that is not that's fine. how I want to yeah unwind at the end of a day it's just it's so stressful is um, this the one we were talking on, on Discord about whether it was PvE or PvP? What PvC. Do, what do we call This is the QVC. 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 This is QVC. PvE. E. Right. Yeah. With PvC. Good. You and your buds up against. Well, that's all right. Then I don't mind like computer-controlled enemies shooting at me. I just don't like other people shooting at me. So, yeah, it's fine. Um, yeah. This does, I think it does look good, and it's got cross-play with the other... Platform today is also coming on too. Yeah. So. <laughs> Next one is one I'm very excited about is A Fisherman's Tale, the prequel to another Fisherman's Tale. Don't get me started. Just doing the wrong order again. Don't, don't like... get me started. Um, another Fisherman's Tale, very good game. Uh, everyone should try it. Very good, good game. A Fisherman's Tale is very different. I think it's set in obviously the same developers, but it's different gameplay, different story, but. Um, they do link there'll be some crossover and stuff in the story so I'll be playing this one when it comes out I think this is much shorter as well so if anyone hasn't played another Fisherman's Tale maybe wait play a Fisherman's Tale first and then play another Fisherman's Tale and you won't be confused by some aspect of the story like I was Uh, next up uh, Lo-Fi which is still targeting a 2023 date which is good to see Um, yeah it looks like Cyberpunk VR basically so yeah interesting I wonder (laughs) if Cyberpunk's Phantom Liberty expansion is kind of kind of eat this game to lunch a little bit, uh, just because someone's going to be cyberpunked out because they, the, it looks very much like cyberpunk, but the and I know cyberpunk itself looks very much in that kind of mm. that aesthetic. It does, it's, it's trying it does to recreate. Look like it looks like it, but it's not going to be anything like cyberpunk. No, it's no, much 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 smaller scale. Yeah, like all all we've seen. Have we seen any? actual no, gameplay well, they have or is it just been out, the environment they've put out an early access for it was kickstarter back so backers got some early access to it and basically all it was there was just i think there was four or five different environments at the point where it was they got access to it four or five different environments and you couldn't really do anything in them it was just these cool yeah. really good looking vr environments and there were some interactive things but there was no game or anything to it and then since yeah. then, it's been several more years of development so 
I think it's described as a sandbox type thing where you can just do whatever you want, but there doesn't seem to be a, a strong narrative type thing to it. So I'm a bit, you know, I don't know how much of a lorry game it's going to be because it's not going to have that strong narrative kind of pulling you through it. If it's just a playground to just stick about and have fun interacting with stuff, then that'd be cool, I guess, but it doesn't make it as exciting to me as if it was trying to tell a really cool story in that setting. So we'll see. There was some DLC announced for Ragnarok, which, is that the drums one, Alex? Yes, it's like drumming on a longboat. It's quite cool. I haven't yeah. played it, it's one of those launch titles that we've not... There's so many games on the PSVR too, I haven't got around to playing all of them, but it's one that people seem to like, so it's like you're... Yeah, I think you're almost like in a longboat race and you're drumming this to like speed up the long, longboat if you're hitting the rhythm and the right... The, the better you do, the faster the boat goes and stuff. That's the impression I get from it, but I don't know too much about it. But the DLC looked pretty cool. Um, the game is it tied in with the band as well? It's like, yeah, is it I think music so. from a certain band? I've never heard of the band, but uh, yeah, that's cool. It's got licensed music in it. Yeah. yeah. Uh, there's a new trailer for Synapse showing some of the stuff which I think, as we've played the preview build, we'd already seen the uh, abilities and skill trees and stuff. So it's nice to show people that because that is a really cool part of it. I think we tried to explain that, but the trailer does a better job, unsurprisingly, than what we were able to. So, yep, another trailer for Synapse. That's good. Uh, next up was one that I think was got quite a lot of people excited was called Arashi Castles of Sin, which again looks like, oh, this is Ghost of Shima in VR. Um, which it doesn't look anywhere near as in depth or complex as that, but it's the feudal Japan, you're a samurai sneaking into castles and throwing morning stars at people and sneaking up and stabbing them with your katana. Uh, yeah, it looks great. Mm. Yeah, this is the fifth and final one on my watch list. I think this looks very cool. Seems to review, the original version seems to have reviewed reasonably well as well. Mm-hmm. So, um, with a few PSVR 2 enhancements. I would hope that would be one worth checking out. Yeah, and you'd hope with these games that reviewed a few years ago on PSVR 1 or Quest or whatever, and then they're coming across here, as well as the visual enhancements, they'll tweak some of the gameplay things where if they say, oh, the AI was stupid or this bit was, if there's a difficulty spike, and so things like that. If those sort of things gives them a chance to iron out all that sort of stuff, then that's all. It potentially makes yeah. it a better game rather than just it's just going to look better. And I think what um, JP a few episodes ago was saying again about the porting process of Walkabout, it just seemed like the extra headroom they've got with the tech allows them to concentrate on a few other things. So they know it's just going to run like a dream. So we can actually dig into a few of the other little bits that were maybe would have taken a lot more development time on lesser yeah. platforms not lesser platforms that sounds snobby uh weaker platforms <laughs> that also sounds snobby. That sounds even worse <laughs> oh well you know what i mean less powerful yeah. platforms so that may be very opinion yeah so that's i think that's definitely one we'll, we'll come back to and that's uh, autumn release so it's a nice thing to look forward to in the autumn uh there's next up was tennis on court and i'll get confused at this point i'll trying to pull this stuff together I can't I saw this in a tweet but I think it might have also been in the upload VR showcase it was it was okay so Tennis Encore yep it's a tennis game looks really nice like looks really photorealistic style environments you're playing tennis in yeah I think it as a sport it translates quite well to VR as well I can imagine it you know obviously we've played the C-Smash demo that Mm -hmm. works quite well for like space squash so I think like normal grounded tennis could work really nicely be interested to see what the yeah. multiplayer options are like on that well that, that's a bit i'm not sure because i did see some things people came out after it's like that's just a one a single player tennis game so i don't actually know if it has multiplayer which would seem pretty surprising if it didn't but i'm not sure yeah. it's yeah. been confirmed or not yet mm. but i think if uh, like looking at uh previews of it the, the physics and stuff seems to work like there was someone just, you know just standing there you know what you do with a tennis racket and just you know toss the ball in the air and then Toss the ball in the air and then flip okay. your racket around and flip it and flip it. And it was all doing what you would think it would do. So, um, yeah, it might just feel like playing real tennis. So the, watch out like shades. Yeah. The controllers do yep. translate it to rackets very well, don't they? They kind of feel yeah. like rackets yeah, yeah, in yeah. your hand, so it makes sense. Hmm. Um, and the final game on my list, thank God, if we end on my list, is called Grimlord, uh, a Souls-like action RPG game, which... From that alone is going to get a lot of people excited. Not me. Not, not me. 
<laughs> Not me, sadly, but I don't really like Souls oh. games, so uh, no much. You two do, though. You loved a bit of uh, Elden Ring, didn't you? Oh, but that was my one and only. Was I it. had to drag <laughs> Alex through Elden Ring, kicking and screaming. Yeah. Um, cool. And so, yeah, got a lot, of, a lot of games that I've just talked about there. Um, and like I say, most of them, some of them are next year, but most of them will be, well, either already out or June, July. This, this, there seems to be a really good spread now between June, July, August, September. There's mentioned there some, there was stuff every month coming and that's really great for Sony to see. Um, and they're putting out tweets today showing that here is three big games in June, three big games in July. I say they're not going to be to everyone's taste, but most people don't buy that many games. You only need people only need to have I don't know, three, four, five games over the space of a whole year. Um, there's so many other non-VR games to play. I'd be surprised if anyone has a PlayStation Five and just wants to play VR stuff on it. So it's just trying to fit. There's so many non-VR games coming out that it's impossible to play all of them, and there's so much now VR stuff to play. It's a real like just trying to balance the. VR and non-VR stuff is yeah. is really hard, and it's great yeah. that the VR games are just three or four or five hours long that you can fit them in around these massive epic games as well. But yeah, anyone that says there's nothing to play on it is not paying attention. Spoil it for choice. Hmm. Not a bad thing. Cool. All right. Well, as I say, we're going to revisit some of those in future weeks, uh, but we're just going to move on now to what we've been playing. So before we do that, I'll just remind everyone, if you'd like to support us, please give the podcast a sub on the service you're using and leave us a review too. Uh, you can follow us on Twitter at CrossPlayersVR and at the CrossPlayers. And if you really want to support us, you can do so via the patreon.com slash the CrossPlayers uh, and £2 a month to help us produce the show and get an entry into our lovely little WhatsApp group. And competition winner, Ben, over to you. This is your job each week now. Become another little job that we give to you. Yeah, keep them going. Um, Yeah, so last week we asked you to leave a comment under the YouTube video to say who you'd like to appear as a guest on future shows. Uh, We have actually been speaking to a couple of people, so the next few shows we might have a a little mystery guest here and there. Um, But the uh, comment that we've picked as the winner this week was from Shafedog247. Great name. Uh, and the comment was, maybe get Blair Renard, creator slash dev of Lo-Fi. I'd like to know what he thinks about developing for the PSVR 2 challenges and what he's doing next. Because I think that is, that's just a one-man developed game, isn't it, I think? Can't That'd be, be very interesting. He must have some help. He must have some mates he's broke in. I'm pretty sure he that's incredibly impressive. Yeah. Um, so yeah, that's a great shout. Uh, so that's um, well, we by all means we could try and reach out to him. Sounds like he's possibly the busiest man on earth and um, trying to get that <laughs> ready for release. But we will give it a go. Great comment, and we will get ten pound PSN credit over to you. So when you hear this, Shave Dog Two Four Seven, please um, just get in contact on Discord or Twitter whatever drops an email we don't use the email anymore do we crossbuttonbr at gmail.com yeah there whatever we do um, and as for this week the competition so we obviously mentioned the uh, the iTunes uh, iTunes that's old school yeah, the, the Apple podcast <laughs> the Apple podcast review uh, from the US that we got last week and a couple of lovely people have come forward and said um, I've just left you uh, a review on there you know, it's been very nice, uh, which is good. Yeah. So this week, the competition is leave us an Apple Podcasts review. And we will, again, read out... Well, let's see how many we get, but we'll certainly read out uh, some of them. And, um, yeah, we'll, we'll pick a winner. And then that person will get £10 PSN credit. And simple as that. So, yeah, we... Yeah, five-star review would be great, ideally. Um, you know probably not going to pick a one star as the winner so uh, yeah. keep it yeah. friendly keep it positive i mean if you if they need some inspiration didn't someone called justin leave us a comment or review or something ben yes uh yeah we actually got a nice comment on spotify have you got it in front of you in your notes because that'll do, be yeah, quicker yeah. than me digging it out so go ahead i was hoping you were going to do it in an american accent ben because i know no, it's not fair does not Dog, just read out. Is that uh, <laughs> love you guys? I'm from Twin Falls, Idaho, in America. Love listening to you, your opinions and discussions over games and accessories. Makes my job a lot less boring. 
keep up the great work, guys. Now, what do we think his job is? (laughs) God knows. Something boring. But yes, as much as as much as uh, we help you, things that are feedback like that helps us as well. That's nice. Makes us smile. Good job. It does. Thank you very much. Right. Uh, in my quest to keep this podcast as uh, under an hour every week, we need to be quick now, gents. We need to be quick. Uh, we were going to talk about no what we've been playing. Me then. Well, we were going to talk about the last clock winder, but Ben, how would you feel about holding that back? Because I am very close to finishing it as well, so we could just hold that and we can talk about Let's it. Let's hold off. Both of I finished it. But suffice to mm. say, you and I are both still very much enjoying it for anyone that is on tenterhooks for an update on how we're finding it. 100%. Alex, over to you, and let's talk about Pixel Ripped 1978 in your most succinct <laughs> voice. It's very good. Yeah. Okay, no, you can have more than that. Okay, <laughs> thanks for listening, everyone. <laughs> um, so, Pixel Ripped 78 is one of those ones, sorry, 1978, the third game in the series after 1995 and 1989. Um, but I don't know, whatever odd they came in. But obviously, we're all used to VR, so this is the first one that I've played. Um, so I don't, I can't compare it to the originals because I know they kind of go along the same lines, but I don't know what they are in terms of gameplay and in terms of anything else that's in there. But I think they basically follow the same premise. Whereas you are in this game, you control Bug, who is a tester for Atari, and it's almost like a game within a game. So you you spend your time, and it it opens up slightly differently. You open up in the world, and it starts to unravel, and you kind of see what's going on. But you you're Bug, a tester for Atari, and you're sitting day-to-day in your office testing games and trying to get bugs out of them, essentially. Um, you, you'll be, you'll have different people kind of wandering around the office who'll come and talk to you, like funny stories, it's quite good humour. They'll come and give you little tasks where like, they'll give you, and it's based off like an Atari 2600 with the Atari 2600 joystick, so that single joystick red button, which was the first controller I had, so I immediately had that proper nostalgia for this. I'm like, oh, I remember having that my wee games and there's different bits and pieces where you're playing where you're pay- playing like centipedes and stuff and this is the first one of the three and I think I'm correct in saying this it was actually licensed by and published by Atari so the other two were kind of more tongue-in-cheek about it they weren't properly licensed but this one oh, really that's interesting I so that, this that. one is the first one that is licensed by Atari so although they don't then use the the names of the games they they kind of base them on the concept of the games and some of the characters from the games have got the proper names and stuff like that so there is some licensed stuff in there and basically you you are testing these games but you have the the sibling lord has taken over your games and stolen these um i think it's, ma- it's energy crystals i think they are maybe magic crystals certain crystals and essentially you have to go through these different game worlds on the cartridges to get to recover these crystals and you get each crystal basically the end of a boss fight and I'd say the boss fights and I don't want to spoil it the boss fights in this game are probably the the best bits of it the boss fights are the most interesting like the best gameplay like probably the most nostalgia and some of the different things it gets you to do as well um but you are sitting you're basically sitting at a desk with a monitor and a little Atari and your joystick and you basically you have the joystick in two hands you need to do it like that but then you're just controlling with thumbsticks the controls in that are actually quite good but and you're doing like what would be a traditional Atari games it's like your 2D side scrolling kind of going through these different worlds but you'll get to a certain point in the game and you won't be able to get any further as if that's you finding that bug type thing so then you warp into the game and it becomes this first player action adventure game within the game and it's almost like the best way to describe it, it's almost like a Minecraft world, that was the impression I got because it's all that pixely way, but it's mm. laid out in the way that you are seeing that 2D game, so the level design goes into like a 3D version of that 2D game. You can see yeah. bits of it, it's probably not a perfect recreation of it but mm. you can feel it, but you've got like, so you need to go and explore and work out, like you've got different characters that you need to like defeat bosses or find something for them and you've got different ways and it's almost it's not a metroidvania but it's very like a a very very light metroidvania that you need to have like you go in and you'll do a little bit and you go back out to the 2d game and that'll get you a bit further in that and then you can go back into the 3d game and do a wee bit more um but you have something i think it's called a pixelator which is almost like you know what it's like in a, a vr game your arms are where all your information is so you've got yeah you've got your gun on your, your on, sorry, you play as a character Dot, who's the heroine you see in all the um, game art and stuff. You are, you are Bug, but you're playing Dot as, so you are 
controlling dot as bug. That's kind of the how the game works. Um, but she shoots with her right hand, and then on her left hand, she's got this pixelator, and it gives you all the information of all the collectibles that you've got, how many um, pixels you've collected, and you can then use those pixels to either you get different abilities. So some can like you have like almost empty blocks, and you can fill them in with the pixels you've collected. You need to collect a certain amount of blocks to then open up the next bit, or it can be to activate different parts that move, and that's how you progress in the levels. Um, Sounds like Ricky Ralph. Is it Ricky Ralph? It's basically Ricky Ralph. Yeah. Till that extent, but I think it's almost that way. <laughs> I think where it is good is like in that nostalgia element and that game within a game. Like even mm. the things like when you're sitting in the office, you'll have people come over and distract you like proper office life. You'll have like over here people that are at like the can machine and stuff like talking about different games and there's all those little Easter eggs in there about the time period of what games are working on. And then some of the like boss battle bits will take you back in different parts of the life of um, Bug herself. So like you see her early life and it's like you're going back to an earlier version of an Atari then and you're playing things like Breakout and like it's almost like cool. you're in a virtual, yeah, I mean, Alex, le- virtual world sounds, of her living room. You're kind of um, explaining it but uh, you're doing a great job of explaining it and it sounds really cool but is it actually a good game? Is I can't get the sense of because it sounds like it should be a really, really good a, game. Yeah, is, a good, is it fun? It sounds it like is, it's a really like, clever idea, but is it fun? I th- I th- it is fun. I think where it lets itself down is see when you go into those 3D world, it doesn't evolve enough. Like each, although the different games look a little bit different, it's almost like a a reskinned version of the same world. Mm-hmm. Um, so right, that yeah. there's not enough variation is probably the biggest criticism I have of it. And all the enemies seem stay, although they'll maybe change in how they look, they're basically the same types of enemies, and you're just basically trying to shoot them as quickly as you can. There's no real variation to that combat or anything like that. So you kind of you get to a stage where you're trying to get through those two 3D bits to go back to like the story bits, the boss battles, the the, the 2D bit, which I think is a shame because probably the 3D bit's supposed to be the majority of the game, and it's not a short game. You're probably like 10 hours to get through it. So it's from a VR game, it's not short. Mm. Um, and I think that's the bit that probably holds it back because everything else is really good. Like that whole, it just does a really, a really good way of, and you are, you are going through the time periods. So you almost go, go through the different, you go through like portals to different time periods to take you to different games and different eras. So mm. it, there's a lot of good about it. I think the one bit that holds it back is the gameplay does get a little bit repetitive, and the gunplay gets right. a little bit repetitive. And I think if some of that just kind of yeah went up a couple of notches I think it would have just made all the difference but ultimately it's, it's, a, it's a I mean we don't give scores here in terms of tens, but I would still say if you have that kind of nostalgia for that time period you look, and you want something that it does get difficult at times like the difficulty spike within it you do get a wee bit frustrated because you can just die because you just can't get away from things quick enough not so much because just because you can't move quick enough rather than because you've done anything wrong. Um, mm. But mm. overall, I think it's a really impressive game. I think it looks really, really nice. I think it's very well... I'd imagine this is a step up from the other games. So obviously, I, I, I can't compare them personally, but I feel like it probably is, I think. It, it's nearly it's nearly one of those you'd say, yes, go play this game if it wasn't for that core gameplay just been a wee bit repetitive. And that's mm. the only real criticism I have because... You want to get through it to experience the really good bits, like the boss battles and all that. And the scene is, I don't want to give them away because when you get to them, they're really cool. Um, okay, but I think it, I just wish either there was a little bit less of that gameplay because they probably didn't need to be quite that long, or it just had a wee bit more variation on it. And been... well, I don't have any nostalgia for the seventy-eight, but it's making me really want to play ninety-five now when that comes out because that will be there. We go. Much more my era. <laughs> Cool. Well, thank you, Alex. And That's big thank you. That's Big Swift. Um, 1978. So, yeah, thank you, Alex. And thank you for listening. Um, if you've enjoyed this episode, we would love it if you could please tell your friends and family about us. And if you fancy getting a bit more involved, uh, please don't hesitate to drop into our Discord and say hello. And trust me when I say lots of people are doing that. So if you're feeling left out, if you feel like you want some people to talk uh, to about your PSVR, we've kind of taken over the Crossplayers Discord now and the PSVR 2 chat is the, the most... Yeah, the most buzzing uh, active part of the whole thing now so that's great uh, so thank you for everyone uh, for listening and 
last but not least, thank you to our patrons for supporting the work we do. I've been your host, Laurie. These two have been Ben and Alex, and we will see you again next time. Until then, here's goodbye. <laughs>